daddy. So. You do call your dad daddy. I can't say much about my little sister saying it. You guys know it's like the fifth anniversary of this whole thing? Aw. Getting crazy. I'm pretty sure this is the fifth anniversary of the entire thing, this weekend at least. Cool on the old bag. We Let's did it for the, Mother's yeah. Day. In the <laughs> <memories>. <laughs> Let's look back at the memories here, shall we? Uh, I haven't sat in this seat in a long time. It's like the OG yeah. setup. Yeah, this is the uh, what a quink. The <laughs> the original yeah. five years. The original first family of fun are all yeah. here. John tragically passed away this morning. He was eaten by a terror bird. Didn't know they were here. Didn't know terror, terror birds. birds. Didn't I mean, know terror birds. Well, I mean, around. with everybody not driving and all this stuff, the, yeah. the environment is really recovering. <laughs> yeah. coming so we're about two weeks away from seeing a Tyrannosaurus right out there. I saw a wildebeest the other day, and I got to be honest. It was I saw crazy. a woolly mammoth. I saw a humpback whale in the river. <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm looking back through my memories, uh, and I just saw a post that I made eight years ago today. It ain't our father who art in Kevin, some redneck somewhere, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I look back at my old one. That is hilarious. That is genuinely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I am uh, I'm a funny person. <laughs> yeah, that one is funny. Mine are like, no, there's nothing about the show. But like, oh. <laughs> like going to work and text. <laughs> Making this for dinner. Did yeah. You, did you do those? I don't know if I did. I just, I remember writing like, Going to work, then studying, then going to work, gym. Like kind of how MySpace used to be. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like you'd have your name, and then you like is doing this, is doing this. Yeah. And you kind of, I don't know. We kind of did Facebook the same way back it's, when it was just for college students. Yeah, I was never in that. It was weird. I had it. I, didn't I was get one, a, like when it was very early. I didn't get a Facebook till I was like thirty, and I'm sixty three years old now. So you look fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Oil of Ole. You wouldn't believe it. Oil huh. of Ole. Yeah. Yoga. Yoga's yeah. doing yoga. Yoga. It really is. <laughs> Chakras. <laughs> Things like that. Did you listen to the Tim Dillon podcast yet? The new one? The new one? Not yet. Oh, okay. Well, I'll save that for Mondays. Okay. Well, it was, uh, you just spoke in a thing connecting to it. So. Yeah. Tim Dillon is he, he my spirit animal. Stuff. It's pretty great. I need to gain about 40 pounds back and just start doing so Tim start Dillon sucking stuff. Start, start, start sucking dick. Start sucking dick. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Guy, yeah. The guy that we play all the time that seems like just a, a, a factory worker, yeah. Yeah. he's gay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it? Could guy. be a gay factory worker. <laughs> yeah. But he just doesn't seem gay at all. No, like, I wish not I even could, a little bit. I wish I could rant like him. He's the best. He's as good at it as Bill Burry is. It's insane. That's one of my favorite memories is the the hypothetical relationship between me and Bill Burr. <laughs> Have you dumped him for Pat Oswald? No. Oh, is it a, a weird threesome? No. So much I would never dump, I'm, I'm I would never up over here. Dump Bill Burr for Pat Oswald. Hmm. Oh, okay. Whoa. God, what's wrong so with aggressive. You? <laughs> God, I can't even. You know, I, I'm not repulsed by homosexual activity, but I, I just no, I, I, I can't. Like, I would just. Uh, oh, that was good. The uh, the idea of it is, it's just not appealing. You know, mm-hmm. doesn't do anything for you. No. Having sex with Patton Oswalt? No. Well, that. I mean, come on. I mean, he's with uh, Meredith Salander now. Yeah. He's a fucking smoke show. She's okay. But, oh Jesus! Are you kidding? She's fine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's, really? Nat, it's Natty Gann, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> no. Nah. Mm. 
I don't know, but it gets into some troubled waters. Like Bailey J, uh, she's incredibly hot. Yeah. Well, and then, but also ne- seeing but the fact, that seeing the fact that you understand it, like we <laughs> were talking about once about a, about a time in fight Hollywood. You're like, look at Brad Pitt. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he started kissing on your neck. No, Steve. That's that's not. No, I can't. You can't kiss Brad Pitt on the neck. No. Let him kiss you on the on the nape of the neck. No. Not even, not even a little, little bit. No, it, it'd be more just like a, it'd be more a, like a, a George a, with Dan a, Cortez just a, situation. Just a, just a, just a, that's all, that's just all, all it is. Just a, just a, just a little. This just, is really how about a, weird. Just a, just a, just a little. Just right on the neck. Just a little. Is this our show now? Is this what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, I was, shit. But I was just saying it would be like a a George Costanza with Dan Cortez situation where I'd be sitting there like this. <laughs> Such a cool guy. I would love to watch you have a celebrity crush on somebody in real life and not be able to say a sentence. I think that's what would happen. You would just like freeze up. Well, it depends on the person. I mean, it was like when I met Harlan Williams. It was adorable. Was like, uh, Aaron couldn't oh, think yeah, of I said, government corn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of did that with Lewis Black a little bit. Like when I met Lewis Black, it was. I don't know. I haven't like, done that Mr. yet. Mr. Black, I'm in, you know, just really not yeah. being able to get my words out know. because he's just sitting there. It, it, We're, br- we're bringing all the tropes. <laughs> all the tropes are coming back. They used this on Community. I'm sure they did. Yeah, it was great. And I was like, oh, we went, oh shit. <laughs> did you guys know the Russo brothers were in it? Were the, uh, like, executive producers or some shit of Community? Really? Yes. Yeah, that's why all the action shit that they ended up doing was awesome. That makes a lot of sense yeah. now. That's a, that's a rabbit hole I went down the other day is watching uh, crowd reactions to Cap picking up the hammer. I was just like, yeah. that's fucking awesome. Like they're screaming. and Schwambo, yeah. <laughs> so Tis I, the Prince Podcasting, Bipolar Rock and Roller, Assault in the Slits, Godfather of Gash, blah, 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 blah. Episode 267. Pillow Fort Radio. Five-year anniversary, you faggots, you pieces of absolute <laughs> shit. You, you used to call them cuties back yeah, in the day. I did. I said, hey, cuties. Yeah. yeah. They're not cute. I know who our audience is, and they are criminals. <laughs> they are the dregs of society. <laughs> we have at least one respiratory, therap- respiratory therapist, and that is... The low totem pole <laughs> of the medical field. It's worse than what an, about phlebotomist? It's worse than an LPN. <laughs> Let me tell you that right now, brother. Let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> Fuck. You're a glorified CNA, brother. <laughs> <laughs> You're a glorified fucking candy striper, dude. <laughs> Uh, All my nurse friends fuck. will hate me now. Uh, who fuck them? What are they? I'm heroes? kidding. I have no nurse should, should I go out and bang my pots and pans at seven for him? Hey, <laughs> suck my dick. <laughs> you volunteered for that shit. You're not a hero. <laughs> go, go, pull a light bulb out of some dude's ass. I fell on it. Sure you did. Thousand <laughs> <laughs> one shot. Thousand one shot. <laughs> Uh, as always, I'm joined by the Vanilla Gorilla, the first black man ever to ice skate backwards in a cannon wall river, the human incarnation of the infield, fly rule. 
the Boomer Bog Trotter, the Appalachian Ape, the Allegheny Asshole. That's old Chucky <laughs> Tater Sacks over there. Meow, 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 meow. And as always, the Ginger Jester, the Kid Crimson, the Baron of the Bowling Shoe, the Regent of the Rental Shoe, the Sire of the 710 Split, Aaron. And his beard, the Baroness of Breasticles, Elena, is here. Episode 267. Five year anniversary. Smana Smurf Murray. Anniverse. It's amazing. Can't believe. Let's listen to the first episode, shall we? <laughs> let's just let's do a listen along. Like a director's cut. <laughs> With the first yes. episode. Let's do that. Cool let's do that bag. right now. Shall we? I think we will. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be weird. Boom. Let's see what happens here. He's ready to party? Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, I do love that theme song so much. Yeah, it's great. Listen to us. Deciding to do a thing. And then doing a thing. No, we did it. For, For five, five years. years. <laughs> <laughs> Same about a listener. Longer than my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't want to listen to that. <laughs> no, because I know it's bad. Stress you get a, you get a little farther along the show, you get really good. Yeah, we're not bad. But at early now. on, yeah, man, it was when we had the, the the fake feud with the blanket fort. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was some pretty good stuff there. But the, uh, you know, the I can't imagine how awkward sounding I, I was at the beginning of it because I know what I did, we didn't know what we were doing. Had no idea what I was doing, and the sound wasn't good. It was yeah, it much, like still it was much better than other podcasts. Other podcasts, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like, watching, what are these people doing? I watched uh, the post-fight show with Air, uh, with uh, um, on ESPN last night. Ariel Hawani was on a Zoom chat. This motherfucker doesn't have a USB mic to plug <laughs> right. into his <laughs> to his computer, so it's, you're just getting the mic from the the fucking laptop and it's tinny and it sounds oh, like shit terrible. and I'm like you are a millionaire <laughs> get your USB mics or you can get one for 25 yeah, if I had his job I would pay somebody to come in and set me something up for yeah. that one interview literally right. what you need to do is you buy a USB mic you plug it into the side of your thing you download the zoom app and you're good to go there you go <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Sweet cheeks of Buddha. What are we doing here? <laughs> and the thing, also, uh, podcasts now, they're all over Zoom. And they're all, all the podcasters, they're all tech dudes. So they're all doing a really good job now of making shit sound good and look good and everything. But then I don't watch the news, but I've seen some clips. And like, the news is just podcasts now. It's yeah. four, four corners of people in their own houses. Their kids are walking around. Yeah. They all have to set themselves up in front of their bookcase. <laughs> They're buying That's books. True. They're That's buying true. more books to be like, I mean, I, I look like an absolute retard. I've got fucking the Lorax. <laughs> I've got the entire Twilight Saga up here. Can we get some smart looking books? I would like to do that, like set that up and have the most awful books that people would call me on. Just yeah. have the, the gold binder books. Yeah. Yeah. Aww, Did you get that at this. the at the uh, book fair in seventh grade or fifth grade. Is that a copy of James and the Giant Peach? <laughs> Do you see that guy? That, Great book, uh, by the way. His camera was uh, back off of him, as you know, further than they thought it was. And uh, his he didn't have pants on. He didn't have pants on. You can see his undies. <laughs> <laughs> see the the totes adorbs cat jumping up in the guy's lap, and he has to do the weather with the cat. Yeah, no, nothing beats the uh, a few years back the little girl oh walking in on her day. Yeah, <laughs> and then somebody uh, put uh, Vince terror. McMahon. 
in there. Yeah. Walking in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best. The look of terror on that, like, Nanny's face. She's like, oh, God, I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry, mister. Sorry, mister. No deport. No deport. She's just so sassy walking in. Just very confident in herself. <laughs> Such a great video. It's so good. Can't believe we've been doing it five years. Sassy. Let's let's find a different episode. <laughs> let's find a different episode. I have every copy of Sassy Magazine. <laughs> I'm Target f- lady. <laughs> I'm going to find a random episode and I'm going to click on it and go to, let's see, 15 minutes in and see what we're talking about. What do you think? God, it's terrifying. On a scale of one to ten, how racist do you think it's going to be? <laughs> well, I just found solid five. I just I just found an episode called "Not Welcome at My Clan Rally." <laughs> so I'm clicking. I on don't that. remember this name at all. I don't clicking on that, and I'm going to just for giggles. Fifteen minutes in. Look at her. Here she comes. She's so hot. <laughs> So fucking cute. So good. <laughs> He's pushing her. Up. He's like, my did, life. Did he just face palm his yes. daughter? And then here comes, here comes the baby in the exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so tremendous. Good. So good. All right, we're on uh, episode. The dragon mail. Episode one fifty four. Not welcome at my clan rally, and we're going to. 15 minutes in and go. Presidential. He's going to bomb a country. Oh. Yeah, I know. Ooh. They're just so. I remember when liberals were anti war. I remember this. Yeah. Because we just bombed That's the country. Was one of them. I'm anti war to the point where, like, completely. 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, this might have just been a mean the you people episode. that bombed that uh, ran the planes into the Trade Center Towers. They're breathing. Breathing. <laughs> they did the thing. They're dead. We what episode did you guys They're dead Right So um, you know, Try not to let it happen again Oh we broke right. kayfabe and okay. we're in a What episode did you guys leave <laughs> yeah. yeah I was like What's the story I'm not about? sure I don't know uh, There's all kinds of stuff That happened right I've died like 47 times <laughs> <laughs> Oh here's a good one The Bald Bull Chronicles God that's a great one That was one of our last ones Before we left right yeah. I mean that's Pretty when sure. we were living In cross lanes yeah, I'm a, I mean, I would I'm a hope. coward No you're not I, I, know. I, I would, would hope that I would But I don't know And that's why I Don't well, want to carry a gun with me Well it's like this Okay That's a valid point Because uh, I could be more of A threat In a situation That's true It's I might black out And fucking just start Going crazy You know I don't know <laughs> Well it's, it's like Dan Carl was talking about people. <laughs> He was talking about The the World War One thing, where guys would, it's their turn to go, you know. Over the, let's go to thirty-three minutes over in. the top. Eleven and thirteen. Were that young? How do you live for the rest of your life with that on you? The, Two killed, students were killed and eighteen were injured. Jesus Christ! They killed three <clears throat> students. Okay. Remember when we're talking about heavy stuff? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had a, a a shooting in a while. I'm just saying. Yeah, we didn't really we, need to pick it up. Probably had one. <laughs> we really we need just, to pick it up. Well, I know. Okay, the coronavirus thing. People aren't going yeah. to places now, so. Hmm. But a lot of people are buying guns. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Here's an episode of. Oh, here's an episode called "The Most Marmette." It's great. <laughs> sort of remember this. I don't remember the names. Let's go to. So, guys, I've been getting a little bit of hate. Um, one person said uh, I look ugly. You know, for. 
in his current incarnation. Yes. Oh, man. No, this was uh, Charles. Well, it, 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 it was and during the courtroom thing. thing. It was awesome. It's, everyone's in pain. It shows him raising the flaps. Wait a minute. I need to go. I need to know where that's like. I'll try again. They can't print that. Well, now they're just nitpicking. We're talking about Spinal Tap. Yeah. They're swimming in a sea of retarded sexuality. You guys haven't seen Spinal Tap yet. You have. I mean, I you watch it once. I um, no, like, I thought that we'd missed all the exciting part. And then they're like, no, let's relive the about? plane crash, which was like 15 did it, minutes. Did, it, did a montage? No oh, it was no, the it was like, when you were talking it, about it, it, the, the guy that landed the plane. It was awesome. Sully. Shaking his head. Oh, that, yeah, we had a major like, disagreement about Sully. Yeah. I thought it was a good movie, and you guys. I still stand very firm. I never watched it. Like a montage moment right we're now. Good. We're good. Yeah, montage. This is what we call a bottle episode. I love it. This is getting very meta. This is. I feel like Ovid right now. What, what episode was it that we went into different dimensions? Mm, that's an early one. Oh, okay. I don't know. That wasn't very early. That was. I mean, early as that's in probably about a year in under a hundred. You know, five years in, I still think Sully's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Sully. But Aaron Eckhart deserved an Oscar for that mustache. Oh, <laughs> Here's an episode called Tomahawk and Roll. Because <laughs> we were talking about the all Native American band. Yeah, Come and uh, get Redbone. your love, and I called it Tomahawk and Roll because I'm a fucking hilarious guy. <laughs> <laughs> Make Smash Mouth great again. It's <laughs> a good one. I'm wondering which one is the is the one quarter There's, quarter pumpers. That's about uh, we talked about video, video game documentaries. Yeah, uh, God we talked damn. About, a lot about Galaga. Yeah. Nature's microphone. That's about uh, penis. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one called the giant piss. <laughs> <laughs> I I used to like the long the long descriptions you put up. Oh when yeah, you were working. Great. They were like a page long about what's going on. <laughs> I, I do. With, I wonder which one is the one where we went to different dimensions where we had like uh um like doors everywhere. Yeah. yeah. If you open the door, there's like a. Do you see that this. in your head when you think about it? Like yeah yeah. Like I've created this thing where we actually did open doors into different dimensions. Because I had—that's my I, memory of. I preloaded sound effects to things that were going on. Like one was there was a war going on, <laughs> like a, like a like a war going on. And I was like, "Holy Jesus, what the fuck is going on?" And then then I'd close it. I had a door closing sound effect. I think <laughs> mine was we went to the scene on moving with Morris Day in the time. <laughs> yeah. I must have been dead for then this. I had a whole bunch. <laughs> you were there. You were here. I had a whole bunch I of different because like, the latest said, scenes. Why is this room even happening? Let's leave this room right now because <laughs> i thought it's gonna wait be way more shit. funny than it was i'm pretty sure this is john the first episode john was on called meat farm the episode 44 man that's early hmm. yeah. it seems early yeah i mean the first one he was a guest on because it was before fights he would he would come for the fights and then he would be a guest because we were yeah. just recording before the fights but anyway. i guess then we had the, uh, the two-part when andy frampton came to town that's yeah. a two-part episode See, i was, wasn't here for the big long shit one. you were here for the big oh long yeah no, you were. She, I wasn't. Wasn't here. she wasn't here five hours i had to split it up into two good god <laughs> it was crazy, crazy. Uh, another it was another crazy. favorite is when chuck went on the uh the cruise yeah. Oh, yeah. 
cruise director and Todd. he left his camera on and here's, yeah. here's he one called on my husband will suck that dick <laughs> <laughs> i remember because it was like it was a it was a um it wasn't a question about in, him getting money in or something? decent proposal situation um i want one night with your husband i have one million dollars yeah. and chuck of course Will not admit, admit uh, no, that he, he would take a million dollars to do gay stuff, and me and Aaron are like, I would take a thousand dollars. I will. If you feel, I like, will pay you. Do you have twenty dollars. If you fill my gas tank up, I will. I'll. I'll let you put a finger in. If you'll pay my target bill. <laughs> uh, this is here's one that uh, Leonard was on. Which one grows the penis? Um, a little bit dikey. That's when the lesbians were on. It's <laughs> a good episode. Uh, that's uh, that's. Are uh, they together anymore? No. <laughs> Bukaki for Christ. Back to back episodes. Episode eleven is freshly painted with a load. Episode twelve is Bukaki for Christ. Back to back jizz themed episodes. And uh, oh, episode ten is not if it's dick shape. <laughs> and episode nine is you're obviously a bottom. <laughs> Seven is candy and violence. Episode six is I don't think uh, that we can make DMX do anything. Yeah, I remember that one. Man, DMX was part of this that early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's called Swagger Jack and the Black Struggle. That was about uh, uh, the black lady, the white lady that Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, yeah Rachel Dolezal. God, what a piece of shit. Has it really been that long since that happened? Here's the night Andy Frampton came to town. And see how it starts out. You had to put a disclaimer. Yeah, I did. It starts out with a John thing, and I said we split it up into two episodes. Yeah. That's John? That's John. That's really good. I do love that, that album he did. Non-stop from this point on in WCW. We take what we want, and after we take Lex Luger and the job, we want the gold sucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. so good. We're reacting the exact same. What a wonderful human being! You could see and this—that episode is two hours and four minutes. <laughs> and then the the next episode, like three hours, is almost three hours. Yeah. Oh yeah, we would usually have like a clip, and then we would. Yeah, that's how we started. Yeah, I we haven't done think, that in a long time. I, I, I like that. I mean, maybe we should go back. I to think because we didn't it's, always bring clips, and Dutch was always. It the is one. so hard to find. Them. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, you guys, keep it going. I gotta go take a pee. Gotta piss out of my big old dude. <laughs> <laughs> Can we sit here in silence? They come back. Gee, thanks a lot, yeah. fuckers. I'm just saying. You anyway. We gotta fuel that ego. <laughs> Dutch does have a really good way of keep th- keeping things going. How's that yellow kratom treating you? I haven't felt anything yet, but last night I uh, took a, a massive dose of the uh, white mang doll, and I sunk into that couch like. I'm telling you, man, if you take enough of it, it'll fucking knock Ooh, you out. Oh, man, I was comfortable watching these fights. Were you rubbing your feet together? Yeah, I did a little bit. That's but I, I have do that when I go to sleep. Yeah. It's the best. You're doing this yeah, number. Yeah, it's so nice. It's like something from your childhood. <laughs> yeah. I, I always sleep with my leg kicked up like this when I sleep. It's weird. Hmm. Like, how do you sleep? Like, on my back with a leg. Like, you like you're, you're back? a back sleeper? Sometimes. Really? Annie does it too. Like she, when she was a baby, she was doing it. Like she would sleep with her, like her leg crossed, like huh. sleeping. Huh. Whenever Elena's like uh, not in bed with me, I sleep like this. <laughs> it's really well, incredible. I always, I always sleep on a couch. I don't sleep in a bed. So I, I sleep on the couch a lot. I can't sleep on a bed because it, it fucks my back up. It's too soft. I nap on the couch. You need a new mattress, sir. 
Have you thought about couch is fine? Have you thought about putting uh, like a pillow under your hips? Um, no, I just I go with what's success. What goes with what works, and I tried. I, I honestly made a conscious effort to sleep in a bed at one point, and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I would be asleep right now if I was on the couch. Hmm. Hey, you why wanna, am I still on this? You want to know what works for me? What? I got this stuff over there. It is. Uh, it's NyQuil without the decongestant yeah, stuff. Yeah, just Z's. Oh, yeah. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have trouble falling asleep. I mean. I do. Dude, the testosterone. And let me tell you something. Knocks dude. you the fuck out, dude. I'm telling you. I mean, it's just. I. Last night, I, uh, I had beers while watching the fights. And after you guys left, I had another beer. And then I had one of those IPAs you left. And I was a little bit tipsy. But I still couldn't fall asleep, so I come huh. in, come in here at three o'clock, pour a shot of that stuff. I woke up. I didn't even realize I went to sleep. I woke up at eight thirty, just rested, relaxed, fresh as a fucking daisy. Really? Hit snooze. Did it, did it ever- <laughs> Got up at nine. <laughs> yeah, I've learned not to do that. Like even if I'm, does it give you the Nyquil hangovers? Nope. I might have to give myself a try. When I fall asleep. Even if it's like Say one One is the latest I'll fall asleep And, and I wake up at five I get up at five exactly. So You're up till one Is this like consistent No I, I work gets off I work to midnight Oh and then you get up at five Yeah Yeah his schedule throws me I, How do you I do, do that it. You need he sleep naps, sir Take a nap during the day I, I nap during the day Really mm-hmm. You should try to get like Seven hours of sleep right Perfe- Perfectly rested And it's you know, insane. Yeah, I can't. It's a fam. That. It's a family thing. My my papa, Charlie, who was the mayor up at Gully, he would sleep for three hours. Oh, a night, fucking like. bragging about your papa <laughs> being the mayor. I've never Gully. heard anybody else say papa. That makes He's me. My papa's a mayor. He's dead. My dad's the mayor. <laughs> my dad's the fucking Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> this is my dad. <laughs> my dad's the mayor. Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> It could be so, and it shall be so. Yeah, man. Remember the '90s SNL? They would just go after the kids. Yeah, the entire '90s. But was the, the the jokes on SNL? The entirety were based on Bill Clinton being a creepy sex dude and his daughter and being his ugly. Yeah, <laughs> she's not ugly. She's not ugly now. Mm-hmm. But she, grew she was her an face. awkward looking kid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all kids are awkward. I know. Yeah. But I'm just saying that. Uh, in in their defense, did you see the original video of his son? He was just all fidgety up there. No, and he was like doing stuff and couldn't stand. <laughs> my dad would have backhanded me. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, my dad would have punted me. <laughs> my dad would have t- taken me down and fed me a series of ground and pound punches and elbows, <laughs> ham and eggers. Yeah, some real throat slitters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I like sleepy tea. I yeah, that. that stuff is good. I like. I got. It's got I got. I got K cups. I got some of those in K cups. Nice. Yes, she nice. really cool. Did you buy kava tea? That had some kava in it. Um, <clears throat> I had some from when I went to Raleigh. Yeah, oh, I tried okay. that the other night. It was kind of. So spicy. I got me some cheesecloth. Yeah, I got him in cheese. I'm gonna, so you tried some of that kava? No, I'm trying it. How do they make cloth out of cheese? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how does it not get back? Is it cheese or is it cloth? <laughs> What's the deal? No, it's this like I uh, get a shirt made out of ham. <laughs> it's this. Uh, it's like stress relief tea, and there's like kava in it or something. You can buy kava ex- extract and not have to deal with the horrendous taste. Is it that bad? I haven't tried it yet. I'm gonna um, try it today or tomorrow. 
I don't know. I mean, I like the taste of kratom better. Yeah. But I, I take so much kratom that it's just. Yeah. It's you know, I'm just. Well, I don't even fucking think about it. So. I have to toss and wash. I put it in lemonade. Does it kind of? No, that is spicy? good. I like it in lemonade versus. Uh, Does kava kind of have like a? No, it's a real earthy spice. taste. It tastes like oh. roots. I wonder. Um, kratom is uh, related to coffee. Yeah, which same, is related same to chocolate. Family, yeah. I wonder if you could bake kratom into brownies or something and mm-hmm. eat it. That way, it has a no because it would kill the. It would if you if you get it too hot, it'll kill the. Uh, it messes up the alkaloids. the structure of the alkaloids. Uh, you can't have boiling water and put it in boiling water; it'll kill it. You won't feel anything from it. Uh, but it, it can be just hot enough, just short of boiling. Um, you remember when Chuck wouldn't try kratom? Yes. Uh. <laughs> now he hasn't stopped trying. <laughs> um, do you remember I, like those little fat bomb things that we would make with the coconut oil? Though? Yes. I wonder if you can mix it in with that because we use just cocoa powder with it. I bet you could. Uh, yeah, but then you're, I don't know, it still tastes like cold kratom. I mean, it's not going to mix, mix well. I'm just kratom firing in, ideas in, 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 If you mix kratom with hot coffee, not boiling coffee, but hot coffee. It works very good. It, it works great. We used to, it, Dutch would come down, I'd fix it like out of the K-cup and put it in there. We'd have a really? movie night. We'd snuggle up on the couch Those and so uh, watch Kobe. <laughs> Or, uh, they live. Aww. Yeah, it was 80, usually eighties movies. Yeah, I like Aww. how there was a time there on my Hulu. Uh, Cobra would be the most recently yeah. watched thing for like a and, month. Yeah, <laughs> I just went ahead and bought it. Like I, I have it on Amazon. Or like, oh, Chuck's been on here. <laughs> <laughs> and then there'd be like some random documentary like oh Dutch was on here <laughs> an alien documentary yeah. Yeah. <laughs> adventure time Elena got it back <laughs> um, should, should we uh, do another episode um, why not let's see church of the divine ass kicking let's go <laughs> I'm gonna go four to 50 minutes in and they weren't pleasant events he he studied. I was I still mean, working on the audio this time. Out, but he was like, the one thing that could have changed it was the weather that yeah. day, because that it happened right after um, Jackie had the baby. This is so and boring. He really wanted everyone to see her, so yeah. they put the top down, and he was like, "Oh, we're talking the about the been bad JFK assassination." Never put the top down. Mm. So he kind of started it that way, and he went all the way up. I mean, naming. What would have happened? Mm-hmm. And oh, we were talking about eleven twenty two sixty three. Yes, yeah. yes. I still really, really we still haven't watched that. See, Holy, that kind of that's stuff, great. It's it is so very good. good. We haven't watched. It's Franco, baby. Fleshy dream pipe. Fleshy dream pipe. He used to be my number one. <laughs> he was your number one <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Well, now he's got. He's kind of creepy now. The, is he he's a little creepy. Is he? I, mean, little, I don't know if he's more creepy than what he was before. He's just trying to use his celebrity to get fucking pussy. I mean, that's fine. That's the that's the way of celebrity. That is what you're yeah. supposed to do. It's like the thing with Ryan Adams. Like he was accused of like things that are like things that I would do. Like <laughs> trying to use. Like he's a moderately successful and half famous singer songwriter, and he's trying to produce things for younger hot singer songwriter chicks. Obviously, you're going to try to fuck him. That's what. That's James Franco is still up there for me. I think James Franco kind of. Well, who's the number one? Better than. uh, It's got to be Henry Cavill. Mm. Oh, you guys are way more. Damn, Henry Cavill. Than I am. I don't know, y'all. I just want to walk up to Henry Cavill and go. Is really up there for me. Just go. (laughs) Hey, Henry. Now it's old Brad Pitt. Yes. Yes. Henry. Henry Cavill. (laughs) Hey, Henry. 
Anyway, uh, did you guys get that thing that I know I send out? I send I, I know I send all kinds of shit to you through Facebook all day. I don't care. Um, but the thing about uh, that Henry Cavill is going to be in uh, Superman Man of Steel two. He's still Superman. That's awesome. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. I'm very excited about that. Yep, yeah. I love exciting. Henry Cavill. You guys I need to watch. You guys need to watch The Witcher. Yeah, you Your guys really mom is The Witcher. Story. It is good. Okay, it's a. I mean, there, there is a cheese factor to it. It's a little cheesy, but dude, it's really good. Isn't and that he's his like awesome. passion project? Because he's a gamer. And yeah, he, he, loves he, it. he. Yeah, he. You know that he was like a. Before he started working out, he's kind of. He wasn't a. He wasn't a ch- uh, fat guy, but he was like. Just kind of skinny fat. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Fat. Yeah. Because <laughs> that means shitting on someone. Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, then for one of my favorite YouTube channels is, you know, all these guys deny being on steroids. They're on steroids. I mean, oh, yeah. when, when they were in these movies, is that the name of it? No, <laughs> I can't even, I don't even know what the name of it is, but a guy discusses what steroids he think they, he oh, think they took. Oh, I like to get that. the, and Hemsworth huh. was definitely on steroids. Well, absolutely. I mean, um, I hear that extraction is good. Our good friend, friend of the show, Matt Sheldon says it's good. What is uh, extraction? That's I'm, the Russo brothers uh, thing. I'm sure it would be. I mean, it's a it's a ridiculous action movie, and yeah. that's really all I want. It's like John Wick. Like, do I really want like it to be plausible, or do I want to watch John Wick shoot people in the face and do karate? Chris Hemsworth's up there for me too. What about Pratt? Chris Pratt. He's. He used to you be. like fat Pratt better, don't you? Well, he's so Christian now. Sometimes I'm like, oh, he's really, he's really Christian. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, yes. it's exhausting. Um, like, well, divorce is frowned upon. So uh, that kills. Lucky. That kills it for me. He's. Uh, it's almost oh, he's, annoying. He's not. He's, still, he's not proselytizing or judging people. He's just a Christian guy. Yeah. He's a nice guy. It's like finding out to uh, switch foot. <laughs> <laughs> him and, uh, him and uh, what's her face are having a baby though. She's pregnant. Catherine Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. I like to hear her during sex. Oh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me, Star-Lord. Yes. He's, getting ready, he's getting ready to come. <laughs> Get out of there. Get out of there. <laughs> She's in the kitchen. Hand me the chopper. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> I can't find it, you son of a bitch. You son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> I feel like Chris would do that to her. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like yeah, he's just constantly doing his, her dad's uh, impression. So, I mean, I would only expect that. <laughs> fuck. Five years. How much have we changed? A lot. Yeah, yeah. a lot. I, I was a Bernie guy. I was a socialist <laughs> at the beginning. Like, I was really big into it. And now I'm verging on anarchist. Yeah. I'm I'm trending that way. It looks like I'm, I'm I just hate it. I, the government really just kind of fucks everything up. I was really skating towards a stroke. Yeah, you were yeah. pretty pretty fast. I think we saved your life with uh, favorite things. I think we did too. Yeah, Making you at least do one positive thing, right? Yeah, I was, <laughs> that yeah. Was, that's how it started. That was all yeah, it was. I mean, it was extreme. I was extremely negative about everything. Well, we was, jokingly said we smelled toast every day. Yeah, and so we we would hire somebody to follow behind you with a pillow with a in pillow. case you <laughs> fell. Yeah, the stroke pillow. The stroke um, pillow. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I know there were reasons behind it in hindsight. Like, it's 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 definitely the hormones thing. The testosterone levels killing me like 
and I couldn't get it diagnosed, and they would put me on antidepressants and all kind. And th- that thing, that journey, is still going. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I'm like yesterday. It was a fairly could have been fairly dangerous night at work, and I'm like, and I just go out and do it. You know, I just complete equanimity. I don't care. You know, and I'm able to enjoy things now, and I don't. One of the descriptions of all I've, I've said and I've really noticed is I was tearing through life. Like everything I do would be have to be just get it done so I can go sit down or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's more like I just I've consciously. Well, it used to be consciously slowed myself down walking and stuff. Now it's I just do it that way. I, anywhere I'm walking, I'm like, why am I hurrying? Do I have to get there that quickly? You know? And you're more present. Yeah, mindfulness. Mindfulness. Yeah, I mean, you I'm, should watch. The Midnight Gospel. Yes, that's really want to get into. It is a lot about uh, that type of thing, like being aware of everything. Yeah, there's the stoic, the stoic thing where you start your day. As a matter of fact, I've got the stoic handbook. Oh, we're going to do some reading here. Well, okay, you can. Would you like some dramatic music to read? No, it's not dramatic. Like a nice, like classical. All right. Do you have your uh, morning meditations? And Galen, who was a philosopher, uh, said, what would the consequences be if you act as a slave to your passions, as most people do? And then number two is, how would your day differ if you acted more rationally, exempting uh, wisdom and self-discipline? So, you know, it's not a choice at all when you really think about it. If you live by a virtue, then it's easy. Like I used, everything's would bother me. Like things and you know about relationships and all kinds of stuff. It doesn't bother me anymore because I'm just not there. I don't. I, Everything bothered you. Well, yeah, but that's you know, again, no, I'm not trying to excuse my behavior, but it wasn't completely my fault. No. So. Um, no, I say that because you've grown a lot. You've changed a lot. Thank you. And it's uh, you know you have virtue patterns like all my of course most of my of the people I are. I emulate her fictional. Like, so there's Captain America and Superman and Wolverine. So those are some good people to emulate Captain America. They say, why do you emulate them? Not just because you think they're cool. That's not a thing. Yeah. What traits do they exhibit that you like? So this one, Captain America's courage, humility, level, level headedness and gentle, good humor. He like it. You know, he never, I get that reference. He said that in one of the. I understand that. Yeah, reference. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Superman is love of family and friends, temperance of strength with gentle nature, and leads by example. He never, even though he's the most powerful being, pretty much in the cosmos, he doesn't. He doesn't throw his weight around. That's just not him. You know what I mean? Leads by example. So, Wolverine is tenacity, fearlessness, and fierce equanimity. Like he, you know, he is absolute. Uh, one of the things I love about the character is that he, if you're a fan of the combo character, you have to know that he loses more fights than he wins because he's always taking on guys bigger than him and he doesn't give a shit. And they knock him down and he gets back up. And he said, I'm still coming. You know, would you say that he gets knocked down, but he gets up, <laughs> again? up again? Yeah, he is definitely a tub thumper. You're fan. never going to keep him down. <laughs> then Arnold, you know, the, some of the real. Well, it's half and half. Half real people have. Arnold is single, single drive, singular drive and determination, confidence in himself and himself and his choices. Arnold Schwarzenegger never doubts his choices ever. He says, "This is what I'm doing, and this is the path I'm taking." Being Mister Freeze. Do you think he? I think that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think he should. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Right. I'm just asking. Uh, And then there's Frank Zane. Hi, Freeze. I'm Batman. (laughs) God, so. Then he became the governor. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Calming life. (laughs) Clear-headed determination. uh, 
and balance with patience. Like that's that's one of my major faults is patience. Like that's one of the reasons I would alter my workout so often because I did it for two weeks. I'm not no. Do it for a month minimum. Do it for six months. You know. And now I'm starting to do that. And I've one of my favorite things this week is a picture I took. It's a good picture. But anyway, is it um, of your dong? No, that's always good. <laughs> um, Marcus Aurelius is compassion, balancing strength with mercy, love of true wisdom, lack of pretension and sophistry. Which I that used see. That's one of the things why I would never really get into something because I would automatically think, how is this going to make me look in other people's eyes, as opposed to how what I think about it and how you know the genuine joy of knowing something. So, um, no fear of death. That was a big thing for me. I'm not really afraid to die anymore. Um, I'm afraid of dying, but I'm not afraid of death. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not really afraid of either anymore because I'm just like, I know it's going to hurt probably or whatever, but and when it's over, it's over. From what I understand, like uh, whenever something catastrophic happens, there's a big DMT dump in your brain. And you just feel good. And yeah, it's like euphoric. Mm-hmm. But like if it's not as catastrophic, like if it's a car wreck and you're just your legs broke and your hips dislocated and there's a the steering wheel going through your butthole yeah. <laughs> but you're not going to die that's right not away. catastrophic yeah, that's catastrophic <laughs> you know what i mean it's catastrophic but it's not like you're dying immediately you know what i mean well it's like the thing with i was watching a band of brothers and the old me would have looked at something like flying in that plane over normandy all that shit going off like i could never do that i know i could do it now now would i be comfortable with uh, it no, no what i want you to no, do is you know you got to learn how to fly the plane first right and then you could do it. Okay. But don't let's not skip steps. Right. <laughs> These men are Yeah, training. I'm gonna be like Peggy Hill. Get out of the way, guys. I've got this. If it's got do a steering have, wheel, I can drive it. You have training? No, I'm I'm good. <laughs> um But the, I mean that's you know, and you I mean the, the stoicism is a really great thing. And it's like, you know, I was going to, and I'm, I'm going to start doing a YouTube thing where I do a video and not for a while yet, because I just want to make sure it takes hold and I want to do more research. So I have things to talk about, but, um, you should do them in your car and rant in your car about politics. I'm not going to be positive asshole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the good ones. I'm talking about, man. I no, I'm not going to, the politics is not going to enter into any of my conversations on this stuff because it has no relevance. So, no, but talking about, um, you know, that cheerful indifference and, you know, and how things, you know, how if you meet them with courage, bravery and all these things, then they shouldn't bother you. So, you know, I used to have ma- major, you know, anxiety about interacting, especially with men, like because things that happened to me when I was a kid made me extremely fearful, like. When somebody with a deep voice would say something, automatically kick me into that. You know, I have to be afraid. Oh, I thought you were afraid of, that you'd want to suck their dick or something. <laughs> <laughs> who's afraid? Who's afraid of that? <laughs> but um, give me that dick. <laughs> You're like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. What am I gonna do with this? <laughs> <laughs> Just give it a kiss. <laughs> you guys are fucking weirdos. No, but um. I just, I'm, I'm just a completely, and I feel it, a completely different person. So, and for for once, it's not something that's just going to go away, because I'm now in a in a, in a place of instead of finding something that's going to be have me on ten the whole time, like the David Goggins thinks. I don't know how that guy does it, because he's always angry. He's not angry, really. 
Well, yes, he's in, he's intense, but he's not angry. I, I, but again, the intensity. How do you maintain that all the time? He's been in war. He's just that's how. Well, he that's is. fair. But I, I mean, I just. It's better. One of the best things I've ever heard is Mark Bell saying, can, he's saying motivation, and this is just working out, but it, anything is this way. Motivation is bullshit. It always goes away. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Just keep doing it. And that's what I'm doing. I've not changed my workout in a month. I'm not going to. Um, I've got clear, definite goals. I want to bench press 500 pounds. I want to squat and deadlift 700. That's years. That's years of training. So... And I'm doing it. And you're 42. It's going to be 43. That'd be pretty impressive to to get there. It would. Before I, you're 50. Yeah, and, but there's lots of powerlifters that can lift, you know. Well, old man strength is a thing. What well, is? but it's also the fact Not that. Not saying 50's old. No, 50 is kind of old. I mean, it's old-ish. But that's another thing, too. I'm completely okay with getting older. Like, I like it. Yeah, I'm starting and, to like it, too. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I kind of just. I don't coast through life, but I'm definitely, you know, that feeling when you get and you're driving in the car and you're just like, and things could not be more beautiful today. You're just kind of winds blowing in. You're just looking around and stuff smiling. That's my life pretty much now. I don't ever, I can't say I never worry that that does happen. And saying you never worry, you'd be lying, but I don't worry about stupid things. So I used to worry about everything. You sure did. It was terrible. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. how you guys are my friends. I don't know how it, it was exhausting. I'm sure it was we really, we really, deb- deb- we really debated cutting you off. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you go. <clears throat> well, <laughs> I'm giving you the old Viking funeral. <laughs> I've never had a difficulty really making friends, but keeping them, keeping them was a different matter <laughs> because it was just. You cannot really like love or like somebody who doesn't like themselves, and I've just absolutely despised myself. I couldn't stand it, you know. And I think it was, I think it was evident. So, not anymore. I mean, I'm I'm confident in who I am. I like who I am, and I don't need anybody's approval for that. So, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things in life. I don't care about possessions. I don't care, and I'm a hippie, you know, whatever. Those things are good things. I would not turn them down if they came my way. If I got, you know, nice things or something like that. But I'm not, that's not the end result of existence. You know, if you place so much emphasis on getting a stack of money, then that's all you have. You know, and you're not going to be, because you're going to be jealously guarding it. Because if it goes out the door, oh shit, there goes me. There goes my whole persona. You know, that's dumb. It's not, don't, you know, Say I love who I am, and if I get a stack of money, it's me plus a stack of money. <laughs> the money goes away. I still got me, you know. So I don't know, man. I just feel start writing again. So you said you got a couple pages done. <laughs> Dope. You guys want to do favorite favorite things? Favorites. Let's go ahead and get that pulled up. Favorite things. Let's see here. Ah. <sighs> Drops on roses, whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up in strings. Um, okay, well, I just kind of went into that. Uh, 
favorite things is uh, definitely uh, stoicism and um, how you know it's my first video that I do I'm going to describe how it is I'm not going to insult religion because I thought about insulting religion and saying religion is primitive morals and magical people that's not going to behoove me at all to go in and insult somebody who believes in something if you want to believe it that's fine I don't care I don't believe it but that doesn't make you believing it incorrect so but I was going to say that stoicism is the religion of reason you know you you really try to go through life and and it's not just trying to suppress your emotions and all that shit it's not even that at all you're not suppressing anything if you, that's unhealthy suppressing your emotions is dangerous you know it can break you down I was trying to do that we saw how well that worked so you killed it yeah. crushed um, it <laughs> Nailed it. it so Almost bad. gave you an ulcer. It, oh, God. I probably have many. We thought you were going to die. Did you really? We prayed for it just to give you comfort. Yeah. <laughs> Fuckers. No. Um, but it's, you know, reading about all these. I've gotten back into Greek. I was into Greek philosophy, but only because I thought it would make me look smart if I could say something, you know, in a conversation. Everybody does that to a certain degree, but where are you going to have those conversations yeah, I was going to ask, around like, where here? Where are you going? Right. What dinner party are you going to? <laughs> I was going to say yeah, we're yeah, having cognac and cigars. We're probably something. we're probably among some of the smartest people you know, and we are absolute jackholes. <laughs> we're just real talks over here. We are TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. Um, no, but uh, you I know, mean, it's all I can do to keep from drooling all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the things I notice through this is that dre- I used to dread work. Everybody dreads work. I don't dread work anymore. I try to see the good in it. I'm like, okay, I get to go in here, you know, sharpen my skills at something that I should be good at, and I'm really good at it. I mean, maybe some people would disagree, but I don't. They're not. They don't know what they're talking about. Um, and I'm not saying that in a mean way. I'm your saying, bosses. <laughs> no, my I, my bosses like me just. Sorry, fine. I'm just kidding. I know, but I'm just saying that you know people have different opinions of stuff, and everybody has their own way of doing things. Right, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say yeah. is that what they do is not incorrect, and what I do, but they were going to disagree that it is incorrect because they think they're right. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm right. Like I never criticized the person before me. They say they did this. They're just like they they think this is right, and that's okay. You know, unless they're damaging something, they are right. But I do what I do. So, like, there's uh, some people at work have like a weird box taping technique that I don't I don't like. But I, <laughs> I mean, I just do it my way. I'm not going to bother them. If the box stay, stays together, it stays together. Whatever you want to do. Well, and then that's you. I can't I can't deal with people who just think they're always right. And any you know, there that's drives me nuts. But you know, the time just goes like it used to drag because you'd sit there and dread it and dread it. And I'm like, why am I dreading this? I get to come in here and, you know, do a job. that's relatively easy. I get to educate myself while I'm here. I get to do all these things. Um, it's a really cool thing to, to witness I mean, it's violent and all that stuff, but it's, it's really, it's, al- it's alchemy. It's modern day alchemy. So, and it's not going anywhere. No, it is not going anywhere. It's- Silicon metal is not going anywhere. So, um, it's a very secure job at the, at this point. Um, they only let white people work there. No Italians. That's a big plus. I mean, you got Italians in there. The their hair grease will drip, and then it's a slip slip hazard. Somebody could slip. Somebody could fall. And the marinara all over the place. 
<laughs> their gomar is always calling in. Yeah, and the the wife comes, and the 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 gomar and the wife are there at the same time. They're scrapping. Yeah, they're fighting out in the parking lot. It's it's an insane life. These these animals. They, <laughs> we need a David Attenborough documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm these, just getting the image of that. On these head. fucking grease. Here we Guido see. is your average Italian. <laughs> Here we see the Italian American grease ball <laughs> in his natural habitat. Oh I really hope my Italian friends will listen to that Fuck show. Man. They can come get these balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm saying I hope they do listen to it because they'll find it funnier than anybody. Well, I hope they know that I'm being 100% serious. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing is uh, if you guys care to hear it, I did write. Keep vamping. I got to piss again. I drink too much water. No. Okay. I wrote. There's a. I'm sending a story here in West Virginia. Um. I don't. I. I, I don't know if I want to read it. I'll go ahead and do it, man. I'm. I'm already. It's set in the. It's set in the future. It's. A, it's a post-apocalyptic thing, but the Earth is still good. So okay. Leanna, Drogon, and her father made their way down the hard-packed road. It was fall, and it was comfortably cool and crisp. On their left, the bulk of a low mountain was mirrored in a wide spot of the Kanawha River, the riotous colors of autumn making her smile. On their right, another mountain, but the trees were obscured by a choking kudzu. Um, and this is her father saying, pretty, isn't it? Father called her. Connor Keegan wasn't one for sentiment, so she smiled over him. It really is, she replied. They had passed the remnants of a small town called Gully Bridge that sat at the confluence of the new Kanawha and Gully Rivers. Another town could be seen in the close distance in similar condition, but it only seemed to add to the beauty. Even still, she saw Father keep his sword hilt in close grip, and he was scanning the area with caution. Leanna looked at Drogon, pulling at her side to see if he sensed anything, but the huge Akita was simply sniffing the air for smells, his tongue lolling. Not a bad opening, I don't think. Um, I didn't hear it. Squatters and scavengers were fairly common, and everyone usually minded their business. But the lessons fathered Hammer and Indiana were always there. Also, one never knew what kind of animals would be about in ruins. Dad, she said, scratching Drogon's ear, do you think there will be tigers around? Connor stopped and took a swig from his canteen for answering. Hard to know, honey, he answered. This would be really good country for, for one, though. Lots to eat, Leanna suggested. And lots of cover, Connor nodded. But... You know they are not common. I wouldn't be surprised to see some wolves, though, maybe in a mountain lion. Jaguar, maybe. They sometimes make their way this far north, yes, but we have old fatty here to protect our backs. Leanna scowled mock seriously, laughing. Drogon isn't fat, Dad. You are. Connor patted his thick but muscular metal. True enough. Come on, we should keep going. I want to find a place to camp before evening comes. So that's what I wrote. I like, I like the idea of this taking place down here. Like that's something that would suck me right in. Well, they say write what you know, so yeah. um, it's a good place any. Yeah. And the idea, see, it's going to circle focus on the fact that there. This is post. There is no more technology because there is a um, a pulse that took out everything at the same time. Like solar this, flare. Yeah. And. Uh, the people have reverted back to almost a medieval style. Yeah, he's carrying the, the, a sword. Yeah, right? dad's a blacksmith. Yeah. He makes weapons, you know. And he's going to get, they're going to this festival where he's looking for new. They've got a, a primitive mail system and stuff like that. So, you know, in trade. So he's going to go and try to find new clients to make stuff for ornamental and weapons and all kinds of stuff. So they're just, they've never been here before. They're from, I, I think I'm going to make them from 
Pennsylvania or something. Mm. I'm not really sure. And um, people talk, you know, and they've heard about this place, and there, there's going to be a big place around Charleston. So, you know, they're walking, and then the dog, it's a giant Akita. Like, I was considering a pit bull. I was like, no, that's, you know, they would have a larger dog than that because if you're going to have – and the reason there are tigers and stuff is, of course, after civilization collapses with all the fucking tigers we have this in captivity in this country, some of them are going to get out and some of them are going to breed. And next thing you know, this is per- the Appalachians are perfect, you know, for tigers. C- conditions for a tiger. Perfect. Lots of cover. Lots of stuff to eat. What about lions? You know, no lions are, would have to be on the grasslands. Bears? Like they be, uh, <laughs> <Bears>. Oh, my. <laughs> But what's going to happen is, is that the dog, uh, a wolf, you know, a wolf comes out of nowhere and, and is going to attack him as they're setting up camp. The dog kills the wolf, but he gets like mortally wounded. So, well, but they're going to patch, they're going to patch him up. I'm done. And they're, you know, but they have to stop. And it's, and it's uh, really cold. One thing that happened too is the the weather patterns have gone back pretty much the same because autumn now gets cold and there's a chance for snow. So all of a sudden a big snowstorm hits and they get stuck in this place and there's a tiger out there and stalking them. So mm. you know that's it's a suspense piece. But I don't know if it's going to be a short story, or whatever. I'm just keep writing it and see how it goes. Um, Does that bitch Carol Baskin show up? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's riding a tiger. She's. This is about. Can two, she like just come through on her bike? <laughs> this is about two hundred years in the future, I think. Maybe, maybe a hundred. I haven't figured it out yet. She's but I'm not going. I'm not going to reference. Well, actually, how long it is because I want. A, I don't want to go through the work of finding out what I'm exactly I'm going to have to do. It's not the work; it's the guesswork of well, would this happen and this happen? It's a fictional piece I'm writing, and I don't want to have to do a ton of research to to stall the process. I'm just going to write it, so I can go back and fix it later if I have to. But um, they always say writing is rewriting. Well, I mean, and I, there's a hundred. You know how many times I've heard pretentious writers say that on podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the. The douchiest thing I've ever heard. I know, but it's actually true. I mean, it (laughs) It is true. There's no first draft that makes it all the way through. Well, of course, but (laughs) water's wet, you know? Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that was also, they told me that in my journalism classes uh, at WVU. Writing is rewriting. I'm like, no shit. Cool. (laughs) How much am I paying for this? Yeah. Fuck. That was a favorite thing. I was in college at Toledo, and their, you know, their classes are really big. Um, And, it was a journalism creative writing class, and the teacher, without even really knowing who we were, chose my thing to read in front of the class and said, that's writing. That's good writing. And I was mm. just like, you know, I didn't. Did that you was have mine. A huh? Did you have like a boner and then you like was really trying to pull yourself away from sucking someone's dick? <laughs> what is with this today? I, I don't know. know. I think it's funny. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We heavily rely on uh, gay dick stuff. jokes and gay stuff. <laughs> I mean, That's the name of your episode right there. Dick thin, jokes and gay theme. stuff. That kind of is the, the episode title, probably. Dick jokes and percent and or gay stuff. And percent? Yes. That'd be the funniest. Um, I still think bottle episode is it's a good one. That is a good one. I, I just, uh, I'm really. One of the reasons I'm, I like doing this stuff is now I don't feel like in any hurry. I'm just going to do it as it happens. So, um, you should finish it though. 
I'm going to finish it. Okay. I'm going to write some at work tonight. Good. One of my favorite things you've ever done is put the uh, the Bioshock uh, story set in West Virginia. Like the the image of the Big Daddy that you painted for me, I want that as a tattoo. Yeah, that's actually I thought that was one of the better things I did. And I, I sent that to Ken Levine in Twitter. Really? So if any of that shit shows up <laughs> in a new happens. Bioshock game, I'm suing. <laughs> no. Um, did, do you remember that when I did that? I don't think so. It was a Bioshock story set in West Virginia in the coal mines. And, you know, of course, an alternate future. And the big daddies were like um, mining equipment. And the little sisters would be called canaries. Yeah. And they would have a, you know, a, a yellow canary on their overalls. And they would literally be able to scent stuff. And, and you know, and vigors would be almost like, you know, drugs. Because they are in the other thing. And then you could... You know, I was going to paint, you know, one of the villains was going to be like, uh, was going to be like Blank Big Jim. Yeah. And there's going to be, you know, they had a, a one in the air and one in the water. I was like, well. Can you make him say, follow the fucking guidelines. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, no, the big daddies were, you know, like I said, they would have, they would have been mining equipment and, you know, you could have, you could have woven like they do in even, even those stories, woven so much history into, and social commentary into that. Like yeah. tell actual stuff that happened in West Virginia that could have led to something like that. All you have to do is introduce the thing with the with the uh, vigors and all that stuff. That's that you know. Yeah, I think about it a lot though. <laughs> like it's that, one, that particular yeah, thing? that particular story. Um, if I was a game designer, I could have done, but I can't. You know, writing fiction, something like that, is fan fiction essentially. So I can't. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not a disapprove of fan fiction. I think it's a good thing, but I don't think it, it should try to be published. Yeah, I think it can be a good writing exercise or something for fun. Yeah, or something it's a lot of fun. You know, but I, I was wanting to do some sketches about it and stuff, but I can't draw anymore. Man, like so much nerve damage in my hands and stuff, I just can't do it. Like just the idea of that. Like I do want like an original tattoo, and that I think I that is the idea I want. Yeah, I might be able to mock something up because one of the hands was going to be like a pickaxe. Yeah, you know, and then you'd have to like have some kind of mining helmet apparatus worked into the suit. All kinds of stuff. And then the, the the clearest image is the little sister, like the canary. You just draw as she would have been essentially, but coal dust on her face, yeah. eyes glowing, you know. And then that, and then what 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 originally when she got it, first got it, was a clear yellow canary on her thing. Now it's dingy, where it's just been, and make it like an Appalachian girl's dress, where she's walking around barefoot. Yeah, you know, it's just it's such a yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great idea. I, love yeah, it. I it's thought one it was, of things I, thought I think was of all the time. Pretty good myself. Um, I've had lots of good ideas like that, but um, my Star Wars rewrite idea, I don't think is, is I think that story is far better than, than anything they've come up with, you know, on those prequels. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's scenes on there that I, because I'm, I can take myself out of it and think as a fan, like, what would I like to see? So that's what I try to put up there. Not just something I like, but what would other people like to, so... That's pretty much it this this week. Uh, oh no, <clears throat> the gym. I'm. I'm oh shit! Sixty. I did sixty chin ups the other day. And when Jeez. one set, no, God, no. that'd be insane. I mean, that's. I don't know many small people that could do that. But I, you know, fairly uh, confident in this picture. I love the filter. Yeah, you <laughs> it's awesome. I like the sure. Superman shirt. I like your collection of Superman shirts. I actually, I need a Superman shirt or two. I've got. I've um, 
I need to replace some of them because they're just they're beaten up. But so yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me this week. Fuck yeah, Elena. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Go go go! Hurry hurry hurry! Uh, Um, I have stuck with my meditation this week, and I've been trying to journal. I haven't really felt the need to write anything, but it has been kind of nice to just physically write something. I haven't really done that in a long time. Um, so I've been doing that. And then my bar three, I've been doing that. I'm going to try to kick it up a little bit more this week. What is that? Bar three? Yeah. It's, um, it's like cardio yoga and there's some kind of like ballet dance moves kind of been put into it. It's, it reminds me a lot of, um, DDP. Yoga. Um, Do you actually have a bar you put your foot up on and all that stuff? You could. Um, I mean, you could put a chair or something if you want to modify it, but it's, I mean, you're, you're sweating. Like it's, it's good. So I don't know. I like it. I've been sticking with it. Um, We're almost finished with community, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah. I watched Dutch was watching a documentary about it. It intrigued me (sighs) about the day community died. And it concluded that it never really died because it ended well, and they could possibly make a movie. I kind of feel like they might with Netflix. Especially, but... I'm just saying, I hope. I'm, like, spreading that out into the universe right now. Because it's, it's, it's regaining popularity. Yeah, it it's is. getting rather popular. I mean, they did it with... They brought Arrested Development back. Like, they wouldn't lose any money making a community movie. It was six seasons of a movie. That was always the goal. That I, was, I bet they get something. Of course. Like, I just kind of feel like... What's the... I mean, not what's the point? Like, I'm not saying that because it's been great to watch it all, but they had the the Zoom call. I mean, I know everybody's kind of doing that right now, like Aaron said. Like, everybody's sort of doing that, but I just, it kind of feels like the stars are aligning and there's such a cult following for the show that it would do really, really well. And really, nobody else has moved on to, besides Donald Glover, but he could take time out, has really moved on to do something that, that would prohibit them. Yeah. Like, I think everybody. I feel like there's such fans Allison, of the shows themselves. Allison Brie, she's I mean, she's doing she tons Hulk. with Netflix. You know, like. But yeah, if they if they do a movie. Joel McHale's doing basically the soup on Netflix now. I feel like they're all kind of. I think they got canceled, but he still dead. has a Netflix thing going on. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping that they. I think that'd be really cool. Um. And yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm trying. I feel like Mid- Midnight Gospel was something that sort of inspired me to really take time to meditate and I don't, I'm trying to be more God this sounds such like so white girl but just Let stuffed with black cock <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, no I feel like I mean just airtight airtight air all three holes <laughs> um, no I feel like I'm trying to I've always in the past been so focused on like a goal, this, this thing that I want, like be it a career goal or owning a home or, you know, one of those big things that I've always compared myself with other people that maybe I'm not like killing it at life right now, you know, but I'm trying to do better about just under like I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be right now today. So just being more present and stop mindfulness. Yeah. Have you ever, I mean, I, I I'm trying not to to compare myself. You know what I mean? Because comparison is a thief of joy. You should read some Stoicism stuff yourself. It's really good. 
Like, and you don't have to get involved necessarily into the history or the true philosophy of it, but it's it's applicable. It's not just philosophy; it's techniques to help you, and it works. Like, it really, really works. I mean, I'm that's far living proof, but you know, it's early, but I do feel it's you know. You well, I'm just give it a trying shot. to be kinder to myself i've always just been my own worst i think everybody's their own worst critic right so i think i'm great i know (laughs) but like just being i mean i've spent so many years just hating my body and then one i'm like one day i'm gonna get old and i'm gonna be clinging to this piece of shit (laughs) really really regretting how terrible i was to it when i was 30 you know like stop it you know it's it's what it is and trying to just be kinder to myself. So, yeah. I feel like I've grown a lot in the last five years. Yeah. It's so gay. And that's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you really should hate yourself. <laughs> Don't I'm, worry. I do. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> uh, is that it? Mm-hmm. Thank God that's over. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that like uh, the yours and mine are going to kind of. Um, oh, I don't already know what yours is, so I've got other. other ones. Okay, I mean, I know what it's got to be the thing. The thing. Oh, the Twitter yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> this is really good. Okay, uh, have, I'm, I'm horrible the, explaining, so I was hoping Dutch would just take it. And, can we play uh, the clip? Run with it. Yeah. Do you have it? You want me to pull it I'll up? I'll find it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> on other hands hiking is a favorite thing of mine we did that a couple times this week try to get back into that yeah you uh fuckers i keep on trying to get you to come to the gym with me i know keep on saying Man, like no. mentally i've been a, a fucking wreck for like a month now and that's one of the reasons i'm trying to get you to go and i'm also yeah. trying to tell you that the workout at first especially is really easy because it's a slow build yeah okay here's the you thing. don't have to kill yourself it is so. Here's my favorite thing that Dutch is going to explain. It's nine minutes and forty two seconds. Don't bring anyone. We're not gonna play the whole thing. No, we're just gonna. I dated a guy for a summer who was really into wrestling, like really into wrestling, and that's about the equivalent of an adult watching Puppy Dog Pals. So many guys who love wrestling. <laughs> I think wrestling is for fucking retards, but it is. But so many people, so <laughs> like many people, it, it love is the it. fucking <laughs> stupidest shit. And I think you're a fucking tool. <laughs> you're like, Jesus. hey man, it's not fake. It's fucking it's fake, fake, and you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, but grow up. They're not real fights. Don't they get uh, that we know that? People. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm. He's explained this before. He's talked about uh, on every one of his specials, he tries to have one thing that's going to really piss off a lot of people mm-hmm. and make them mad at him and like have campaigns trying to get his shit taken down. So this is one of them. This is one of them. This is all pre-set up okay. to get wrestling fans angry and prove that he is what they say they are. He says they are. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, this so is the fact that like guys are like, man, did you see the Undertaker? That, that's who he loved. <laughs> like, he liked Undertaker. Jesus and Christ. he made me go to a WWE event in yeah. in LA. When it's I pathetic. Was, it's pathetic. I'll You're tell a you pathetic what, though. Person. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. It was actually pretty fun. What was the event? Going to a live wrestling. Yeah. So is the Special Olympics. It's a fun <laughs> thing to go to. But Jesus. It's not real. It's not a real competition. Of course not. But some people do. The people who think it's real, they are R-worded, definitely. They're completely retarded. Yeah. <laughs> it's for children. It's not for... But when it's a male adult... If you're over 11 and you're like, you see SmackDown last night? <laughs> That's how this guy was. And he knew all of them and And the then stories. he tagged in his partner and then they grabbed a chair. Man. I, I never thought we would see the day. Is that you snorting? No, that's her. Yeah. She snorts the a lot. The Bass Brothers <laughs> would hold the belt. What the fuck is wrong Wait, with Wait, and then he would tell me the saga. He's like, and then, you know, Vince McMahon, he's the bad guy. And Vince owned the whatever. And no, I'm like, it's, it, you know, are you kidding me? That's how shit? the ads for wrestling should be. It should be like, WWE, <laughs> this is for diminished capacity. Wee, 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 uneducated. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> it, it goes on for another seven and a half minutes. Right. But it's great. And it then is. Twitter, he gets absolutely savage, doesn't he? Oh, oh man. Okay. See, what he did is he worked himself into a shoot. Because now on Twitter, all the wrestling nerds are losing their minds at him, wrestlers are coming at him. And he is doubling the fuck down. <laughs> what wrestlers have come after him? Um, Abyss. Uh, yeah, but I don't know who you are. Uh, the Blue Meanie. Uh, there's a, the, the Blue TNA Meanie was actually nice to him. Heavyweight oh, champ. Moose. Moose come, in, come at him and uh, says, Hey, Tom Skier, I'm the TNA heavyweight champion. I'll also beat your ass in under a minute. Both statements are very real. And then he comes back and says, There are no such thing as champions in your fake ass sport. <laughs> If you want to do something real, get at me. <laughs> and then it's just filled with, with comments. Crazy comments. Because wrestling nerds are shit. crazy. And well, then dude, their fans are crazy too. Of entertainment here. Because they keep, they keep bringing back um, like previous stuff that they've done on the podcast. Like well, feathering the, it and like all. I mean, it's the, fan, yeah, the their the, fans are crazy. The, uh, your mom's house fans, they. Um, are also in the comments and they're sort of like playing along. They're in on the joke. With, yeah. Oh, but they're, man. but they're not letting them, they're not saying he's joking or anything. They're, yeah. they're just playing along. Like they've taken over Garth Brooks's yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like they keep like Garth Brooks will post a picture and they'll be like, Garth, my family needs closure. Where are the bodies? <laughs> they keep, they're talking about how Garth Brooks is probably a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> Slick stuff. And then what he also does is immediately uh, merchandises. He's he's made, already has shirts. T-shirts. <laughs> uh, like what? What does the shirt say? Uh, this one. Well, okay. So you got to be. You got to know what they're talking about. You got to have the inside references. Yeah. So this one has a guy that looks like Hulk Hogan, and but he has. A, it's a referenced body of a tattoo of the tit cup guy. Tit, remember tit cup guy? Remember yes. No. Okay. So Norman yeah. Summerton. So this is Norman Somerton with maybe Tom's face. I think it's Tom's I can't face. Tell. But it says, keep feathering it. I love wrestling, brother, and poutine fries, which is another reference to the show. you got to listen to the show to get it. But these things are selling like hotcakes. Like, he's immediately, like I mean. $30 a pop. Incredible. 
It's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. There's an, they also did a this joke. One. This right here are like people he, he that made a list of people yes. that he, he eradicated <laughs> from Earth. Flat earthers. These are the people. That's the order of people that should be eradicated from Earth. Anti-vaxxers, Civil War reenactors, and wrestling fans. It's crazy. It's great. But it's all a joke. He set it up. Then the whole the whole thing about his, uh, Christina. She probably didn't go to WWE event. There was, there was just something to set up to to. It seemed kind of like generic, you know. I mean, she was, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, whenever I was listening to it, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna. This is going to be big." Yeah. And the the wrestling fans were getting mad, and they were like, "It's not even that he made fun of wrestling. It's that he used the R word." No, it's that he used the R word in reference to you. Right. <laughs> That's what it is, dude. Okay, let me just say this at the risk of offending wrestling people. Um, when 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 they would have. Uh, pay-per-views at Hooters when I worked there. The oddest, they were so, the wrestling nerds are so apparent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, they're they're wearing NWO shirts from 1995. They're, you know, it's like, NWO wasn't a thing until 1996. I mean, apparent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. I am one of these people that he's making fun of. No, you're not. You're not. If you see this group of people, I mean, they are. It's just painful. I've seen For one thing, none of them, none of them to a man have ever done anything physical in their entire <laughs> fucking lives. Like if you idolize these people so much, why don't you pick up a barbell or at least put down the fucking donut? I mean, I don't, you know. Um, they're just ex- extremely odd. Even group. Jock, even Jock Sampson tweeted at him. <laughs> like in earnest I don't I don't think Jock Sampson was being earnest I was getting ready to say I think he's probably smart enough to he's get it he's funny enough and, and yeah I mean he's hilarious uh, Dolph Ziggler tweeted at him and said I was, I'm assuming this was just a comedic take like you're Dolph Ziggler you are also a stand up comedian when you're not wrestling you should get this that he's being silly he's trying he's trying to generate outrage because it's fun for him he's bored right now because he can't tour yeah <laughs> This coronavirus. Thing. Yeah, he's he can't tour because of the, this massive overreaction, and now I got to do something. I got these stupid kids at home. Oh, it's so great! So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna piss off a bunch of people. Now he's got weeks worth of material in in the podcast on his three different podcasts yep. that he does. I can't wait to hear him. Wonder if he's a millionaire. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, many times over. Yeah, but when you get the podcast bringing in a lot of money, he's got four of those. He has a network of podcasts. He's got four Netflix specials um, and touring. Like, that's 40 grand a night. Plus, you know, he does some like, movie gigs every now and then. He's doing too. movies, some movies now and then. But, like, in a theater, say there's 5,000 people, 25 bucks a pop. I'd say he probably he might bring home, if he does two or three shows a week, he might bring home a couple hundred thousand dollars a week. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but when you tour like that, they only do one or two shows a week. So, But you got expenses. You gotta pay all that jazz. You gotta pay the merch agent. They sell merch. Their merch does well. Yeah. I mean, they. Like their t shirts and everything. 30 bucks, man. 30 bucks a t shirt. (laughs) The one they did. And they sell out all the time. And his wife's also a comedian. And And she's rather popular. Yeah. They did one about. They lost like a Jeep key or something. Yeah. And she. Stolen Valor for finding it. (laughs) Yes. And there's a t shirt with her and it's like Seeker. 
And there's like keys on it, and then his is like seeker of the truth. But I mean, they'll do this thing, okay? Uh, he just he he blamed her. Uh, she they lost a key, and he she found it. He's after like a week of after like a week of look for it, and she said it was just laying on the table, and there was this whole thing. Somehow he interwove that she has stolen valor. She stole valor. <laughs> she stole valor. Finding the key whenever she, it was the nanny that found the key and put it on the table, and she keeps following up. I went perform for the troops. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- but his fans, his uh, fans that were in the military, are making videos, sending them in, calling her, you know, saying that she stole valor and stuff, and how yeah. and she's like, how I lived she's in Afghanistan for three days. I mean, <laughs> they they truly have like a They're great funny. fan base. Yeah, like, their fans are funny. The fans are as funny as anybody. Yeah, like they make songs and videos. Like everything they do, sort of goes viral, and then they have endless amounts of content because their fans make copycat videos of the things that <laughs> that they do that they've seen on the show. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Yeah, I've never seen thing. anything like it as far as a fan base goes. It's absolutely crazy. But yeah, that was my favorite thing. It's Anything fun. else? That's it. Neat. Fights last night. But oh, the fights last night were tremendous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just absolute carnage all the way through from start to finish. <laughs> so much fun. There was not a boring <laughs> fight. And the Zingano fight and then... Oh, dude. Do you, uh, like in a f- um, final fight... You hit A and B, and they do the super move. Yeah, they do the the fury move. That's exactly what Zingano's fight looked like last night. Captain how it Gano. ended? Yeah, Francis uh, and Francis Gano. Gano. Oh. It looked like somebody hit A and B together, and, they, and they're doing. I'm serious. We'll, it we'll was show terrifying. you. Here you go. Brute for those with a fighting spirit. And Ganu is in black. Rosenstrike is in gray. Watch this crazy. This is the full fight. Yep. Here's another fun thing. Francis is the one with hair. Me and him weighed the exact same. Oh! Oh! Jesus! Rosen strike is out! That was a heck of a leg kick. Inside leg kick is there for Biggie Boy. Oh! Rosen strike is out! And then he murdered him. And we all cheered. We lost our minds. Yeah. Are you entertained? <laughs> <laughs> it was so awesome. I mean, that guy is he's he just learning. He's only been doing this for four years. Yeah. He's, a he's terrifying. He's an ex sand miner. He used to dig sand in Africa, Cameroon. Yeah. It's it's, this is a superhero origin story. Yeah. Then he moved to France, I believe, and started training France. martial arts. Like he's He's Mike Tyson without the good technique. He doesn't have nearly as crisp no. technique. How old is he? He's pretty young, right? I don't know. Let's look that up. It was insane. But yeah, all the fights last night were. What was girl fighting? Uh, Michelle Waterson and Carla Esparza. I think that was the most boring fight. If yeah, that, it wasn't even boring, but it, it went to a decision, and I don't. That agree. wasn't the type of night <laughs> like no, everybody was getting finished left yeah, and right. The decisions were weird. Let's see how old Franny is. Okay. 33. Oh, 33. Hmm. But still, as a heavyweight, he's not even in his prime yet. Yeah. Heavyweights, they hold on to... He could hold on to the, his power till he's 50, you know? Yeah. Like fucking Mike Tyson. Which me and Aaron watched oh, a 40-minute highlight of all of Mike Tyson's knockouts yesterday. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. It took 40 minutes to get through them. 
He knocked out a guy from Cabin Creek. Which one? Do you remember? Big dopey looking guy. There was a couple. There was, of those. There was plenty yeah. of big dopey looking fellers. <laughs> big dopey looking guy with a porn star mustache. Yep. Yeah. I remember seeing him. I just don't remember his name. Yeah. Um, in his first year as a pro, when he was nineteen years old, he fought fourteen times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twelve of those times in eleven months. <laughs> Those fights don't last two minutes. Yeah, it's because he took no damage and he didn't have to cut weight. Right. He just fought at his weight. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. I mean, fought well into like uh, March monthly two times. Yeah. You know, after that year. Just absolutely insane, this fucking guy. That's one of the reasons I want to pick up boxing when I'm done getting in good shape. I'm going to start boxing, too, because I just want to. Yeah. I'm not going to compete, of course, but. Yeah, the fights last night were just absolutely insane. Um, carnage, like blood all over. Everybody. Yeah, Boogeyman got got the shit beat out of him, but he is one uh, tough motherfucker. Yeah, didn't Cerrone fight last night? Yes, he yeah. did. How did he do? I thought he won. I thought he won the decision, but the judges disagreed. Yeah. And I think even Anthony Pettis was like, eh. he said, "I'll take yeah. it." That's what he, he said. I'll, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. But I, yeah, I thought the Cowboy did enough to win, but it was close. So nobody really got robbed, you know. Isn't he old, Cowboy? Yeah, I think he's like thirty-seven. It's thirty-six. Kind of old in that sport. It is whenever you you have to cut weight and stuff. Mm. Like I said, heavyweights they don't cut weight or anything unless you're extremely gigantic. Like Brock would have to cut weight to get down yeah. to two sixty-five. Um, another favorite thing is uh, Afterlife. That yeah. is the Ricky Gervais show I need to watch on it. Netflix. They put out a new season last week. Six episodes, half hour piece, done in three hours. Yeah. It is fucking tremendous. Ricky Gervais is a cunt, but he makes really good stuff. Um, I mean, that's. Is he really that much of a cunt? He just. I mean, he's he just, proselytizes yeah. atheism and, ve- and uh, animal rights oh, and stuff. True. That's true. He's not a vegan or anything, but he proselytizes animal rights. Well, he's, he gets really mad about hunters. Um, People who get mad about hunters don't understand hunting. Well, it's not hunting. He gets mad about trophy hunting, which I get. Yeah, that's that sucks. But it's like a double-edged sword. They pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to go and harvest harvest an animal that goes to the local villages and stuff. At least that's what we're told. I don't really know. But I think and then they that, give they usually give the meat to the yeah the, but I think part of that too is the kind of people that do that yeah like yeah they suck like like the Trumps and people like that you know yeah. Eric and and Don Jr who are, are absolutely you know great kids good boys handsome <laughs> upstanding young they've gentlemen. got I've got a tiny penis written all over them you know it's just absolutely you know, it's I bet they have decent penises yeah, okay I bet they're okay what, what do you think the head situation is on their penises do you think it's Bulbous, <laughs> nice bulbous head. It's real bulbous. You sound like fucking Domerero, Doctor Katz. Bulbous. Am my breast too big for a man? <laughs> my face look bulbous. <laughs> um, yeah, Afterlife. It uh, really does a good job of uh, sort of explaining what it's life to, like to have somebody die. And all the shit you got to go through. And then his... I don't want to spoil. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it. I mean, it's just six episodes. Like, that's why I like British stuff. It's because uh, they they take their time, but they don't do a lot. Like, they'll, they'll just give you a nice, a good portion of it. And then bring it back a year later with another good portion. It doesn't overwhelm you like American 
TV does. Well, it's not a product necessarily. It's actually a creative endeavor. So yeah. it's, you know, and even though it is British, like I know their arts are funded by the state or whatever over there. I'm not sure if um, this is because it's a Netflix thing, but I think his stuff goes on British TV first and then it comes to Netflix, but I'm not hundred percent sure. And, and their, that. and their version of socialism is, is extremely loose. I mean, it's, it's, you know, they're always the, 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 every time the, the right wing has to mention socialism, they always have to go to Venezuela and places like that. I'm like, well, what about England? No, they seem to be fairly happy. You know, <laughs> so. getting the creative itchies, creative itchies. How is that? Uh, yellow treating you guys? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Right, yeah. Is it a energizer? Pretty or good. Or? Pretty. I feel both. Yeah. I feel energized and relaxed. Relaxed. I feel like I could um, fuck a cat right now. That's <laughs> <laughs> a job. Fucking my cat. Have you been able to find the the poutine? Video. No, I can't find the poutine video. I've tried my best. I really want. Oh, here's something. Here's another favorite thing. I showed Aaron this yesterday, and I figured you might get a kick out of it. I've been meaning to our good friend um, Adam Bryant, who's a uh, respiratory therapist, a hero. <laughs> Is it the video the kid benching three thirty five? No, he sent me this and said uh, um, that you would like it. And this is the Rip Fat Dude Workout. Today, I'm going to be working out with my boy, Ethan, and he's going to be doing a modified workout. So if you're some dude that blew out his knee playing junior college ball, you're going to want to follow along with him. Notice the way he's stretching. We don't know what muscle group he's stretching or why, but it's clear from the way he moves that he used to maybe be an athlete. Check out that fighting Irish tattoo on his arm. Hey, Ethan, you go to Notre Dame? Nope. Awesome. Check out Ethan's He maintains that signature Rip Fat Dude Dude middle. See how it's got a hint of abs. It's a little thick, almost ham-like. And notice Ethan's arms. They can only be described as big. Ethan, should we show him your before picture? Let's do it. If you can believe it, this is Ethan before he started doing the Rip Fat Dude program. And this is Ethan after. <laughs> See, I designed the Rip Fat Dude program to help men maintain that puffy physique, not just in their early 30s, but going into their late 30s as well. <laughs> Ethan, what's your nutrition regimen? 12 grams of creatine a day. That's more than double the recommended amount. <laughs> <laughs> heavy weights, four to six minutes, then I sit on the leg machine and I eat a Hot Pocket. That's right. You're going to need all those carbs if you're going to drink seven Bud Light limes alone later in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Let's do a leg workout. Who is this? Just Alana. kidding. There is Eliza. no leg workout. Eliza, if you yeah. want to maintain the calves of a malnourished baby bird, you got to rest your legs. The good news is the upper half's going to look swole as fuck because you're not going to be using <laughs> your legs at all. You're going to look like a centaur if they ran out of horse legs for the bottom and used a homemade scarecrow just to make your legs. But proper <laughs> nutrition is still important. Protein meat. Now this gets me hard in the morning. This I fucking love. Love, love, love it. It's got a big ass straw so you can gulp down more protein than you could ever need. And what's the Rip Fat Dude workout motto? More, more protein, protein for your protein, for your protein, your protein, protein. Now that's protein. Drink up, that's the end of our workout. Nice, replenish those electrolytes. And after a workout like this, I highly recommend passing out in the sun face up for at least two hours. You're gonna wanna get a severe sunburn that turns into a weird purple tan that can only be described as irreversible skin damage. Dudes. <laughs> I hope he wasn't suggesting I'm one of those guys. No, he's suggesting that I was one of those guys. Probably am. I don't care. Oh, you found Norman? Yeah, Reddit came through in a Hell yeah, pinch brother. there. 
This is this is our good friend Norman Summerton. Yeah, he's. Uh, I've seen. This. Showing you his favorite. No, this is his. You've not seen favorite this. poutine recipe. Poutine. Poutine. He's Canadian. Yes, the cheese and fries and gravy. Oh. Ooh, it's going to be a treat. Well, let's get started, shall we? Can everybody see? First, the fries. Here they are. Move the camera down. Here's the fries, fries. and a nice little bit of melted uh, cheese here. Okay, so let's get let's get things happening. Yes, eh? Look at his breasts. Oh, God. The fries first, eh? Yes, eh? Because we don't want to have an accident. Well, has he got a cock cage? Having a nice like shit dump on the fries. Could be He's peeing right on his Water fries. Is he going to eat this? No. I don't know. We've not seen this. No, this is our first We've time. We've only heard about this. Around. We've really not seen this. You make sure all the fries are the fries. covered in pig piss. You really want to make sure. Pig piss. He, 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 he likes to be called pig. Be a treat. This is yes, before he got it tattooed on his face. Yeah. Well, now it's time to give the main ingredient hey, some pig shit. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even seen this. This is terrible. Oh, oh dude, it looks like ice cream. Oh, <laughs> oh how my just, God. How do you just have that on deck, Norma? That, yeah, that's incredible. What? Is this his diet? Because that explains a lot. Oh, man. I like that he's got a thong tattooed on him. I can't wait to show the guys about this. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Okay, he's done there. He's not done. No. Oh, he's gonna, is he going to crumble some cheese? Some cheese. <laughs> no. Scoop it out here and put it into the Norman. Oh, Norman. Yeah. So this is the French Canadian version here. A nice gooey, sticky, sticky cheese. Oh yeah. See? Put that to the side. Now, we mix it all together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even sing this and I want to fucking vomit. <laughs> this is a feast. Norman. Oh, nice man. French Canadian. What feast. happened? Hey. Oh, man. He's really thriving Eat in retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I think this should teach everyone I to follow you your dreams early. <laughs> yes, you do. Because hey. it gets weird when you're in your 70s. Mm. Take a look at this. Oh. Norman. Boy, hey. Oh my god. You know what? I am I'm getting sort of nauseous. Yeah, let's turn it off. Yeah. We don't need to I don't want to watch oh, it. Oh, this is yeah, where done. you're like yeah, I draw no, the yeah. line. Yeah, not no that shit. That <laughs> no, there was plenty of shit. Massive dump that he took on it. You see, that didn't bother me as much as him stirring it up and about the yeah. <laughs> I can what watch is poop. wrong with people? I don't know. Oh god. Oh okay. god. Dude. <laughs> I got to save that. It probably tastes like the poutine though, right? Like poutine. Yeah. poutine. It's poutine. Poutine. Yeah. It I is mean poutine. Like I don't get nauseous over this kind of stuff. I'm nauseous right now. I did. That was pretty gross. Great. Ugh. I wasn't expecting that shit to to be like that. Really, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't. Were you that. expecting a log? Yeah, I was expecting yeah, a log. Something a little It was more, more solid. soft serve. Yeah, it was it was definitely more of a uh like a chili consistency. Yeah, it was a thick chili. A nice oh, thick shit. chili. Oh, damn it. Um, I'm good. I don't need to see it again. Norman, yeah, I don't want to see it anymore. Norman, 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 Norman. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's a favorite, <laughs> favorite yeah. thing. Follow your dreams uh, early. You yeah, know? He's, Norman's out here living his best life. He really, he's, he's doing it, you know? Oh, man. Mm. I don't understand the humility... Like the humiliation I, thing, like sexually, like I don't, I, I don't, don't get it. Get it. I'm, I, 
There's a, I mean, there's a lot of weird shit out there. I, I understand that, but like, like he was, a, he was a mortgage broker. I know. <laughs> yeah. Just really repressed in life, and then. Pro- well, I'd say it's probably something to do with abuse. Well, but his like wife are, was are, his. Are, are yeah, his wife was his dom. That's how they referred she to, to each away. other, and she's passed away. They didn't have kids. And so he retired, and now he's just. He's really like, I'm gonna go. In. Yeah, I'm gonna go all the way in. He at at right, right now. He has pig tattooed on his head. Yeah, that's just that's just mental mental illness. That's all it is is mental they illness on display. They talked to the guy display. who gave him the tattoo, and he was like, he seemed. He's a sweet guy. He very sweet, like very normal. Their bodies, very they, they text each other and stuff. His tattoo artist. This is just what he's into. Yeah. <laughs> I Far mean, be it for me to judge anyone, but he seems happy. Yeah, he seemed like he was having a good time. Uh, yeah, okay. If that's what makes him happy, that's fine. But that's just obvious mental illness. Well, yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, of course it is. I mean, some people's mental illness uh, they manifest in other ways. I write songs and I do this. Man, you write uh, in your uh, stories and you lift weights and stuff. Aaron bowls. <laughs> Elena meditates. I would say that he eats his own shit. I would say <laughs> our. Dealing with our mental illness is constructive. It's not Sometimes. eating our own for shit. us. For Sometimes. us, it is. For us. Yeah. When I spiral, I go get a couple double decker fudge rounds and Ooh. eat them in my car alone. And then I feel like shit afterwards. So no, that's just his version great. of it. <laughs> his is like the super the fudge rounds on top of each other. Yeah. Like two of them on top oh, of each other. Oh, no, no, no. Separately. I'm not a monster. <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> I see. I like the Ooh. I like the double decker oatmeal cream. Oh, ones. boy. I, they're so good. Uh, God, they're I so used good. to, but they're just, it's a lot. It's a lot, but man, that and some milk. There's a birthday cake Kit Kats that are out for a limited time. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite things. Is it good? good? It's so good. I'm a birthday cake fan, like flavor. Have fan. you tried the Fruit Loop Pop Tarts? Have you no, tried the Fruit Loop Pop Tarts? What I the want fuck to. is wrong with you guys? I want to. You they, have uh, to. They're a dollar. I love and fucking Loops, Gilbert, They're a dollar. It's so cheap to eat like garbage. Yeah. We ate that's, why, that's why I'm having trouble. Like my my diet consists of in the morning I have a half a dozen eggs, <laughs> and I'm not joking. That's good. And, so um, half a dozen eggs isn't bad. And uh, protein drink, or I'll have a half dozen eggs and some oatmeal. Then I'll have. I only really eat three meals a day. Protein, protein, protein. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, but then I eat. You at least uh, follow the rip fat dude diet. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I eat uh, a ribeye steak cooked in bacon grease. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Why would um, you? And uh, broccoli. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have that twice. And today I'm going to have rice and chicken. And I, for breakfast, I had a giant. Because today I can carb back up because I didn't eat any carbs yesterday. So oh, we did. And oh we're god! Good. I really yeah, we had I really dogs. Dogs. Yeah. bad. We had I mean, we didn't. I don't think we just destroyed it, but my, we did break our carb limit. Ace that I drank kind of wrecked my stomach. Three dogs, three hot dogs from two. two years. Years. No, we made them here yeah, for the fights. They're good. The fights. Some, some uh, chips. That custard stand chip, chip. chili, man. I can I can just eat the chili on some bread. Do you like custard stand chili? I'll eat it out of. I'll eat it like a soup. Yeah, I made it with a stove, man. I'll eat, I can eat barbecue like like a meal. Oh, yeah. With no bread. You yeah, know? totally. Like, especially Carolina barbecue, the, the vinegar. Hell oh, yeah, fucking dude. Ball. So you're a, you're a vinegar? I'm both. Yeah, me like, too. I, 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 I like I both eat either the one, same. But we didn't know that there was a real divide until well, we passed out there. The, there's yeah. mustard base, there's vinegar base, dude. and then there's... I, I tried to make more like sticky Kansas, sauce. right? Yeah. 
I tried to make regular like West Virginia style barbecue in North Carolina. It, they act like I shot the Pope. I mean, it was just like <laughs> you should have shot the Pope. Probably. Like, Did you put sugar in that? I'm like, yeah. Like, no. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> but they don't really have a hot dog. That's more of a, a northern thing, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, like like here we have like our signature hot dog. Down yeah. there, they don't really give a shit about. Mm-hmm. No, a hot dog is just something. It's yeah, in the south, something for the not, ball game. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not it's really. Not, but like up north, there's a real kraut dog. You got the kraut dog. You got the. Uh, Man, I love I love kraut and mustard. I, mm, I can't do it. No, I, I got to do classic. I only like it on like classic West Virginia hot dogs. Yeah. Fucking soggy bun. The Tudor's hot dogs are well. They used to be when I worked there. Outstanding. Like they were. Our slaw was loaded with sugar. I mean, it's you know. If you're stirring your fucking your coleslaw up and you can hear the grittiness of how much sugar you you're on the right track, my friend. I miss uh, uh, Dairy Queen hot dogs. They yeah. don't do the, they don't the do English the, buns anymore. And, they, they and their hot dogs aren't good. No, they're not good. Out. They used to be really good. Burger Cart has a good hot dog. Yeah. A good dog. I feel like I've only ate there like once. Oh, that that was like every Tuesday thing or not every Monday thing. Really? When I was a kid. Hell yeah, dude. The foot long hot dogs from uh, Leonard's is what we used to call it. The yeah, because it's whenever the purse singers owned it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we called it too. Huh. Leonard's. Crazy. Another favorite thing is there's a uh, a Twitter account called Rick Rude Getting Atomic Drops. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is just Rick Rude it's so awesome. getting atomic drops and him selling them. Him selling the shit out of them. <laughs> he did sell atomic drops. Where's that double atomic... Are you showing him the double atomic drop? It's uh, just gifts of him getting atomic drops. It's fucking tremendous. He whips him off the ropes. Reversal. Reverse atomic drop and apparently Rick Rude was like really tough. Yeah, he like was they, a bad motherfucker. They talk about how tough he was. Here's a nice one. <laughs> I think this is a good one right here with the the missing link. That's <laughs> so good. It's just him selling an atomic drop, selling it's, the shit out of it. Oh, this is a really good one, actually. Oh, that wasn't even Rick Rude. That was Mr. Perfect. That's a pretty good one. Oh, here's one with Sting. <laughs> He's just standing there. Tremendous. And with Flair. Always good. <laughs> Flair. He's doing the dance. <laughs> <laughs> he bell clapped him. <laughs> Flair, um, I was. I, I, did I send you that list of what the uh, WD, WWE guys could bench? The, well, just wrestlers could bench press? Uh, maybe. Flair's bench press was actually fairly impressive. What was it? I think it was almost 500 pounds. Jesus, when? Yeah, good Lord. Years ago, dude. Probably in, was, in the 70s. When he was Richard Flair. Oh, yeah. When, when, he was, was, when he was rambling Ricky Rhodes. That was one of his first names. Yeah. Um, the one that shocked me most was uh, Eddie could only Eddie Guerrero could only best press three seventy five. That's insane. No, two seventy five. Hmm. He had big old pecs yeah. too. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't. He's structurally the opposite of what a good bench presser should be. Really long arms, not a terribly thick chest or anything. He's Mexican. <laughs> you know. Then you had guys like uh, Dino Bravo who could bench press like six hundred pounds. Yeah, shit. that was insane. He was, he was fucking. He he. You know he got uh, he got murdered. 
Yeah. He was involved in organized crime in Canada. Hmm. Which is odd to me. Canada. I, yeah, I can't imagine like Canadian <laughs> gangsters. They're so nice. They're like polite. Excuse me, but uh, you haven't uh, paid up this week for our protection, bud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guy. Hey, pal. Um, you know, oh, gosh, I hate to say it. Uh, um, There's you, Canadian Hells Angels for fuck's sake. <laughs> if you don't pay up, uh, we're going to have to... Uh, a um, little business on your kneecaps there, bud. <laughs> you know? I know SNL does a, a, a sketch on it, but have you ever really seen them, like the celebrity gossip, like Canadian channels? No. They are nice. There's no like shit talk. They're like, oh my gosh, look at her hair. It looks so good on the red carpet. Oh, uh, Ryan, Ryan Gosling took his dog out for a walk today there, bud. Yeah. And, uh, I mean. <laughs> look at that pooch. Look at that, look at that fella. They're like, oh, her face looks a little red today. I hope she gets that cleared up. You know, like, it's not like, it's not like here. I love it. <laughs> Here's a. Give you any way, shape, form, or fashion. <laughs> they fucking follow guidelines and follow fucking guidelines. That was uh, the the uh, governor saying to follow the fucking guidelines. I guess. <laughs> so, I'm trying to think of other other favorite things. Um, Steve Earle has an album coming out called Ghosts of West Virginia. Hmm. Copperhead Road, Steve Earle. Yeah, and he had a couple other songs. He has, I, I like a lot of his songs. Actually. I didn't. I'm not saying he puts I out so much bad about him. Uh, he puts out so much stuff. It's hard for me to keep up, though. I had like five or six of his albums at one time, and he just he puts out like two or three things a year, sort of like Ryan Adams or something. Mm. Except for not completely full of himself. You got. I love your guys. That's one of my favorite things. Your your complete love hate relationship with Ryan Adams. You love his music, <laughs> but you think he's such a. Cunt. I think he's just a bit of a fucking tool. <laughs> He looks like Jesse Camp from Who Who Wants to Be a VJ. <laughs> I really wish he'd cut his hair. Let me get into this for a second. Okay. I've triggered something here. <laughs> no. No. I'm going to describe how I used to be with Jesse Camp. I actually wanted to, like, beat him to death. I hated him so bad. Because, and I couldn't even tell you why. Like, because they say when you really hate somebody, you see something of yourself in there. No, there's nothing of Jesse Camp that is anything in common with me. I just think the fact that he was so useless, like he he really couldn't do anything, and he was that affectation the way he talked. Supposed and all to be a part. crust punk, yeah. And mm. it was just I'm just like this is just why. And people liked him. It's like why are you making this popular? I think it was more my disgust with other people. Yeah, who was disgust with him. So. Do you think he was that was like his real self? No, or? no. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He was. Something happened to him in West Virginia a while back. Like, I think he was filming a documentary or something. And, like, he might have got robbed or something in a grocery store. I don't know. Let me look that up. You guys talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> uh, but, no, that's, uh, again, we were talking about how we've grown. I don't, even the Donald Trump thing, like, I have pared that back so much. Like, I don't even really watch the news anymore. And the, the I'm, I'm, I'm more into... I, I, a guilty pleasure of mine is though watching Christopher Hitchens just just smack the shit out of somebody like with just absolute savage reason and just you know in that in that uniquely British way of his it's just so so entertaining to watch. So okay, here's a story: former MTV VJ Jesse Camp and sister accosted by angry mob in West Virginia, accusing them of pedophilia. What? 
Former MTV VJ. This is five years ago, April 2nd, 2015. Uh, uh, mm. Former MTV VJ Jesse Camp and his sister were drove through West Virginia. Um, were confronted by an angry mob for taking photos of random towns for a documentary where they were confronted by an angry mob demanding to see their photos. Marisha and Jesse Camp had been driving from California where they pulled into a gas when they pulled into a gas station in MacDowell County. Oh, oh there you go. Woof. Uh Surprised they made it out alive. Walked across the street and began photographing, interviewing a group of young adults. Uh, that was when they noticed a middle-aged man and woman who had pulled up behind their car in a minivan, blocking them in, and demanded they hand over the camera because they may have photographed their teenage son. More people began arriving and surrounding the car, saying they were there to protect the children, refusing to let them leave until the sheriff's deputy arrived. Marisha and Jesse turned on an audio recorder as they tried to reason with the angry mob, which only became increasingly angry and accusatory. You can hear part of the audio in the news video below. This is how Marisha explained it. Okay. So that happened to them, apparently. Uh, that's that's awful. I don't want it's weird. that to happen to somebody. But. It's weird. Aaron, do you have a subreddit of the week? I'm kind of struggling finding one, but I have one with a good name, at least. Okay. I mean, this is a pretty good version. But everybody knows Pat Boone's is the uh, gold standard. I mean, it's good for Pat Boone to let him cover this. <laughs> How did Pat Boone have a career? Here's the thing. I explained this to Aaron yesterday. Um, black music was the thing, and all the kids liked the black music, but the people that owned the malt shops did not like the black music, and they did not like the blacks in the 50s. And so Pat Boone would record black people. So the kids wanted the Tutti Frutti and all the songs on the jukebox. So he's just living music? Yes. Yeah. Like, if you listen Very to, to, to this and then his right afterwards, you're like, man, it, it really... Shall we? Whites it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Now. This is so much better. <laughs> and it's not, like, it's not like he can't sing. Yeah. He can oh, sing. He's talented. But. Now. My favorite one by him by was Long Tall Sally. Oh, hell yeah. That was on fucking Predator. That was one of the finest action, you know, personality scenes because you had Jesse Ventura and fucking you know, Arnold and uh, Carl Weathers. You had the whole crew in there. Let's do some Long Tall Sally there. Those choppers are fucking rocking out, man. Such a good movie. I love that he described a woman as built for speed. That's so fucking awesome. Aaron, subreddit of the week. R slash Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) I just like the name. It's just Mortal Kombat characters and sex things. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> There's Katana. 
I don't like Mortal Kombat. Cassie Cage. I'm I'm a Mortal Kombat mark. I suck at it, but I, I like it. Street Fighter. A lot of it's Cassie Cage. Yeah. R slash Mortal Kombat. R slash Mortal Kombat. Little Richard was uh, uh, the. He pretty much invented rock and roll, right? Fair, yeah. I mean, he's he's one of them. And then we stole Chuck Berry and yeah, him know, and Chuck Berry, and then uh, it took uh, Elvis to get it pop- popular with everybody. But he was stealing from them, or not stealing. He would cover their songs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was a bad motherfucker, though, Little Richard. He could, he could wail, buddy. He could sing. Fucking play, too. There's a video yeah. of him when he was a kid in like a movie playing and singing. Fucking kick a play. When he's a baby. Here's the Beatles version. See, that's good. Well, yeah, they're the Beatles. They were. They did a lot of uh, boogie woogie like covers whenever they're. I younger. am a firm believer that if you want to have legitimate like music like that, that you need to come from some kind of. I mean, the, the Beatles were from a very tough place in the. Yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool was no terrible. fucking. I mean, no fucking, it's almost as bad as uh, Bel Air. It's almost as bad as Birmingham. You yeah. Know? So, um, you know, you where, know, they were just full boys. That's where the Black Sabbath was from, Birmingham. Yeah. Um, and. You know, so you have. I think you can actually feel that in the music. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Little Richard being from the from the South and being a black guy and being gay for all those things. Holy shit! I mean, the more tortured you are of a person, the better your art is going to be. So, yep, that's why mine fucking sucks, bro. That's right, you cum sponges. It's time for the period report <laughs> with Elena. I'm not on my period. Oh, my arms! Not on our period. It's gonna be the edge. It was getting the edge. <laughs> That's right, folks. You heard it here first. No trash coming from her gash. No hooch coming from her cooch. No spit coming from her slit. <laughs> Uh, one of the best segments ever. <laughs> and that, that, wasn't that fairly early? Yeah. Probably 20, 15, 20 episodes in. Do you I think started. it was that late? I thought it was mm-hmm. earlier I than that. I think it was pretty early, and you just kind of threw me on the spot. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> doing no it. warning. <laughs> I remember you telling me at work you were going to do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Loving my life over here. <laughs> <sighs> Tremendous. Uh, fuck yeah, brother. Five-year episode, five-year fucking uh, anniversary, Smurfery, whatever. I think we're about done here. Yeah. You guys satisfied with this? This is our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's been That's a beautiful five let's years. Let's board it up. Let's get out of here. <laughs> done. Let's board it up cartoonishly, too. <laughs> and just put boards over. Like, I still live here. Keep out. Yeah, put a gate in front of everything. Yeah. you got to keep the, uh, the riffraff out. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. I'm glad uh, we've been able to do this. With all your support, all the 
cards and letters that keep us going, letting us know that we inspire you each and every day. All of you seemingly dangerous loners, incels, those with weaponized autism. <laughs> weaponized. <laughs> Anybody got a song they want to use to go out on? Can I? Sure. Episode 267. This is weird. We haven't recorded a bonus app yet. I'm not sure if we will this week. So. Thanks for listening. Remember, Jesus loves you, but everybody else thinks you're a cunt. Praise Jesus. <laughs>